get anxiety. They get suicidal thoughts and mental illness. Maybe instead of saying man up, we should say it's okay to talk about it. Hi there. Um, God, I, I've, I'm, I've just taken a mind blank. Oh my gosh, that is Hello, absolutely Shelley. awful. I know her name's Shelley. Yeah, <laughs> I've just taken a total mind blank. <laughs> okay, this is live and recording, and Val has done her usual and taken a mind blank. It's not, it's not hard. So, Shelley, um, I know about you, but we'd like you to tell our listeners a bit about you. Problem. My name is Shelley Haig um, and I am the current chairperson of the Arbroath FC Community Trust. I um, have a, a long background in public sector service delivery, uh, do a lot of work around poverty, period poverty, food poverty and got involved in the trust probably this time last year, maybe a bit longer because of the, the growing demand for services and the need for a more coordinated approach in our broad. So it's been great. Fantastic, yeah. So my, my main question is female to female here. Um, sounds a bit sexist now. But as a chairperson of a new community trust um, in football, what has the reaction been like as football is usually traditionally um, dominated by men? It's been brilliant. Everyone's been so kind. And that's not just the, the support I've had from our board of trustees. I've had a lot of contact with the other trusts in our region. So a massive shout out to Montrose Community Development Trust, Dundee United, uh, Dundee, you know, everyone's been really kind. And even as far afield as um, uh, the, the clubs up in Glasgow, everyone's really, it's a nice family feel to it and everyone's really supportive and keen to share good practice. Yeah, we are it's interest, always interesting going into the, the meetings, which are predominantly um, male-dominated, which is, is totally fine. But having played football myself as a, as a kid, which was probably about, oh, God, 22 years ago, um, I was kind of used to that world of football being all about men. And where we've come to now with um, the, you know, the increase in... The, the game for, for women and even into the professional side of things it's absolutely incredible how far we've come I almost wish I was getting involved in it now so I'm, I'm really keen if we if we're walking into that arena of female football I'm keen to get get my boots back on oh, and see how I, can <laughs> I think involved. the World Cup I think the Women's World Cup really did show off you know the talents of women's football and it made made us as a nation again look quite good Although the men did, the men did manage in the end, didn't they? Women first, though. You know, it's not it's not a party without Scotland. That's what we say, isn't it? I know, <laughs> I know, definitely. Richard's just having a wee chuckle to himself. You know, the Englishman in the corner there. How racist you I know. Um, I don't know. I just we're we are obviously all about mental health and mental health issues. Um. We use the power of football, you know, and walking and talking to enhance our motto and, you know, make raise awareness to mental health issues. But we're just wondering how, you know, have you seen any 
increases um, with the current pandemic and mental health issues within your football community rather than just, you know, the overall Arbroath community? Yeah, in terms of um, the the current mental health crisis that we're in, um, we've, we've definitely seen that within the, the area of Arbroath. Um, we're really lucky. We've got an exceptional health and social care partnership in Angus and we've got a, a new mental health and wellbeing network which coordinates a lot of the services and makes sure that nobody falls through the, the cracks of all the support services that there are out there. One of the things for me um, and the trust that we'd like to really focus on um, is that power of the band that you're talking about there and using the power of football to engage with more people and make sure that through engaging with people that might not necessarily want to engage with traditional services like um, we've seen some great examples of that up in Montreal people who are like oh I'm not going to the doctor I'm not that ill you know um, but actually standing in the stadium and being able to have that conversation with people I think is a really powerful thing and it's definitely an area we would like to develop and grow I know, I was going to come to that. I was going to come to that at the end, but yes, um, it's really, really good. I mean, we, we this is our second attempt at it because um, obviously the first game was postponed, but I do know that a lot of guys from our broth came down and joined in the walk even though there was no game at Dens. Um, obviously, there's not going to be a game at Dens, but um, yeah, and I think it's because it's such a taboo thing with men, um, more so than us females, because I can talk to anybody and ev everyone, you know. Um, it's good for the guys to get out and they use the football as a starting point and then they can talk about their family life and their issues, yeah. I'm going to pass you on to Richie <laughs> because he's got a couple okay. of more questions. Yeah, I was just interested in how you found it in a, you know, I was quite, quite you know, to find how you found it in a, in a man, predominantly man's world, you know. Um, yeah. being a female and you know tackling everything you have to tackle and did you well done on getting the charity status by the way that was recent yeah, wasn't it was a, uh, yeah we only we launched on friday the 13th of november oh. because in 2020 what, what difference does it make <laughs> i know and yeah there was a lot of work put into that and again the trustees are, are working so hard behind the scenes to get things trying to promote the charity quick, more quickly than probably we would like to, but just so that we can get all the important services that we need to in place. Yeah, there's definitely a need for it, though. Definitely a need for it, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, like you said, football is a good starting point for, you know... Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Right, I'm passing you over to Richie now. <laughs> Hiya. Hi, there. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. It's uh, glad to see the snow away. <laughs> Aye, me too. Um, my question is, um, what's the fans' reaction been like to the set of the community trust in our both? I, I couldn't be happier in the way that we've been embraced by local fans. Um, there's obviously a massive following for the club and the football club had always done a lot in the community so we were really just building on what was already there and 
ever since we launched any of the Twitter and we recently put um, a Facebook page in place and overnight we had over 500 people following us on Facebook so there's a really strong following people are liking the, the things that we're doing they're liking the messages we're putting out there and we're always open to suggestion we want this to be an absolute co-produced process we want local people to tell us what we need to be doing because mm-hmm. there's no point in us sitting in a room and thinking about what we need to do we need to get out there and ask people yeah. what would help them during this difficult time mm-hmm. and um what is the the trust five year strategy in summary shelley we have five three we have five key themes um, right. education for community inclusion and health is a big one mm-hmm. and we want to our aim is to become a strategic hub for activity in, a, in our growth. So really it's about that coordination role, um, delivering a, a football participation programme, um, and then under the other themes, it's about making sure that we're working in partnership, we're collaborating and complementing anything that's there and not duplicating. Right, okay. And what do you do, what, what have you done for your own mental health during the pandemic? Boxing. Um, which is, uh, wow. Yeah, I found that very therapeutic. I have a punch bag in my kitchen now, <laughs> and uh, it's it's amazing after a full day of Zoom calls or whatever, just to put the boxing gloves on, put some product on or whatever, and just wow. uh, go for it on the bag. It's, so you're a bit you into fire starter then, Shelley? You like a bit of fire starter? You like a bit of fire starter? As, as you do. <laughs> right, um, the recording's going to stop there, okay? And so we can talk a bit about the badge to badge. Right. So we want to talk about professional footballers and mental health. Or just professional sportsmen and mental health, because the pressure's around them all, aren't they? That but is very seems, true. Yes. But because footballers tend to be most highly rated and in the press more more in the UK um, their issues do seem to come to the fore and you know they've actually started speaking you know they've actually started speaking about it Mm. Um, I mean it's like um, I know this haven't to do with mental health but it's like there's only one person footballer has ever admitted to being gay I know that was just in fashion yes and look at the abuse he got so I think a lot of footballers are very wary of admitting they've got any mental health issues, but I think it's getting easier, would you Would you say? I, I definitely do, I think. Yeah. But, but if a footballer was to come out and say, let's say, you know, I don't need a place tomorrow, I'm gay, and then the fans will allow back, they wouldn't be able to take all the abuse. No, no, they wouldn't. Yeah, but constant. There are certain things that are acceptable and it seems to be more acceptable. The more prominent you are, as, the more... I'm trying to think, if Lionel Nessie came out tomorrow and said, I'm gay, the world would still love him. If yeah. Ronaldo came out and said, you know, I'm suffering from anxiety and panic attacks, uh-huh. you know what I mean? 
the world would still love him. Don you look at <laughs> rugby mm-hmm. and mental health and also being homosexual seems to be more accepted because I can think of two uh, Welsh uh, people. One was a, a fa- very famous, very good referee. And the other guy I think it's called Gareth Thomas. They've still had lots of, well, mostly on social media, a lot of uh, abuse that way. But just because yeah. you've got a mental health illness or if you're gay or just something, if you're different, someone's always going to yeah. take a pop well, at I you. I must admit, I must admit, you know, through, as, as time has gone on, it's more acceptable for people to talk about their mental illnesses. Yes. Um, I agree. You know, if you look at, I mean, if you look at the stick Gascoigne got for yeah. being an alcoholic... Yeah. And now there's other footballers who have admitted that, you know, they have drink problems and their clubs back them up and they get games and they, you know, they get put into rehab and... Yeah, I think they've got it at the priory, don't they? Don't yes, they? yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think the clubs themselves are backing the players with their mental health issues rather than abandoning them. So that makes a big difference as well. It does. Yeah. It does. But I think we need people I think we need big name people We need a lot more, yeah Talking about their issues I mean, Freddie Flintoff I mean, my hat, take my hat off to him I hate cricket, as you know <laughs> I do know who he is, though <laughs> I never realised he didn't like cricket, well. Yeah, do you not realise so much you... Oh, yeah No, I didn't know I mean, cricket, we just got on We're like, It's like fishing <laughs> Who the hell would want to do fishing? There's nothing wrong with fishing. See? I like fishing. Fishing's a sport. Yeah. Is that a, it's not a sport? Yeah. Fishing is. is classified as a sport, yes it is. It is. It's like darts is a sport. You know what's wrong with darts? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with darts. Look at Jack likes darts. Listen, I'll be getting a set of darts and you can be my dartboard next week. <gasps> oh, we could use that big picture from um, the paper where he looks like Dirty Dan. Desperate Dan. Desperate Dan. Who looks like Desperate Dan? You look like Dude, Desperate Dan. in the Dan paper when the they've paper. got you walking in your stride but you're like uh, the size of the paper. Oh, uh, yeah. We could use that as a dartboard. <laughs> Stomach's big enough. Whoa! Low blow. Oh, that was low. I was going to say we wouldn't be able to find the bullseye. Whoa! <laughs> That's because you couldn't feel it last week. <laughs> I'm so touched, Jess. <laughs> anyway, back to matters in hand. Yeah, so if people like Freddie Flintoff coming out and... The sexism I get around is unreal. Discussing his bulimia and... Yes. You know, eating disorders. Yeah. Very well respected. Mm-hmm. And it encourages, you know, the younger generation. You do hope and, so. if, and they think that, you know what, if, if he's had these issues and he can do something about it, then I can do something about it. So, yeah. you know, they can have positive effects on... But in talking about professional sportsmen... It's very hard for them, very hard. Other than Freddie Fentoff and Frank Bruno, I can't really think of a big-name uh, sportsperson that's really said, you know, I've got problems as well, or I did have problems. Yeah. It's, you know, people like your, your Charlie Adams, yeah, the, the famous saying, Dundee and the clubs have played it, but they're not nationally no. known. If no, you get they're what not I big mean. enough. So we need more 
the big, well-known... big names, yeah. Oh, so, like, say, if Messi said he was gay or he's... Yeah. Or he's got bipolar, mm-hmm. it will really bring it out more. Yes. And uh, we yes. need more and more of these people a place for to say they've got yes. issues or not. Yeah. But maybe they're wary because of the... Backlash and... Yeah. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the old-fashioned saying that, you know, there's certain things that are said in a typical male and males shouldn't show weaknesses. Um, therefore, they don't want to show their weaknesses. Yeah. Right. But also it could be they're more wary of the backlash they get off for. Fans and the rival fans. I think rival fans are really, really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, Lee Griffiths and Neil Lennon, those sort of people have admitted to mm-hmm. having mental Addictions health. and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, and look at the backlash. Mm-hmm, Gary O'Connor. Yeah. Our Christian Addy. Yeah. Yes, our friend who talked about his suicide attempt. And, yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really moving, that was. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, we, we need... Bigger names. Yeah. No disrespect to the guys we already mentioned, but the the people that I've known, like I say, throughout yeah. Scotland, England, yeah. Wales, and Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. We can't leave on a sad, sad. We can't, no. No, we can't. We can't leave it at this sad moment. Okay. We need to think of something funny now to say. Something funny. Mhm. Well, like a Jackie me. Mhm. Do you know any Jack? Richard. <laughs> well, <laughs> Shes was going to tell us all about her favourite form of exercise because she doesn't do sport. I'm having to bite my lip here because I'm going to say something rude, but I'm not. Go say it. Go on. Go on. Go. 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 Shit if you didn't. <laughs> Sacked in the morning. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. Again. Tell him. Lucas. Tell him. He's getting bullied. <laughs> He's getting bullied. Is he shitbag if you didn't? Yeah. Uh, I think we will. Leave it there. Leave it there. So, exciting news for next week. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Second attempt. Fing- toes crossed. Fingers, Fingers toes. And I'm not making a promise, no. No. <laughs> no, no promises, Val. So, next week? No valid dramas. We didn't have any valid dramas this week. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. We had Richard dramas. We had Richard dramas this week. Richard. 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 Dude, I do drama. Who came round with homemade shortbread? Did you make it? No. no. But who brought it round? Kathleen could have walked round with it. No, no, no. Anyway. That was wonderful. Yes. Mm. It's, it's a long walk to the Rio from the... Robert Street. It is, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it's such a long walk for you. Uh-huh. I feel really sorry for you. Yes. Yes. Mm. He's got to go uphill to get back now. Yes. But I've got a car. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Got a motor. Mm-hmm. And a posh motor too. I do now, don't I? Right. I want to keep her. Not the old banger you normally have. No. 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 That's not nice we talk about Rex. <laughs> yeah. Definitely an old banger there. Yeah. I think he was actually younger. He was. <laughs> Much younger. She mm. likes the younger ones. I like them young. 
That's, that's why she likes now what say his name. Okay. You might hear it. Oh, oh yes. yeah, she was asking about him last night. <laughs> was she really? Yeah, yeah, that was without a drink. <laughs> what was she, she asking? She said uh, if he wasn't like 300 miles away, she would. Would what? Well. <laughs> well, you're um, nearly the same colour as uh, Richie's um, hoodie Top. there. Yeah, you are. Why? What's the way you're blending about? into the background. Aye. <laughs> Thank you, Shaz. <laughs> we didn't mention names. No, you didn't. No, no. It's like the village along the road in the... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. just whispered it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mm. next week. Next week. So, Steve-o, Farmer Michael. Farmer Michael. Second attempt. Part two, yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. Oi, what are you doing, Mush? I'm talking to you. Say bye-bye. Say bye. To end our different podcast this week, Lucas is going to say bye-bye. Lucas. Or say pub. Pub. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say pub. He wants to eat it. You're not saying bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say bye-byes. Bye-bye. Okay, we all sound like a bunch of fannies and Lucas is looking at us. (laughs) He said it. (laughs) He said it because you took away the mic. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, now he's still looking at us like a bunch of fannies, yes. He doesn't perform for camera, he says. He's not a performing monkey. Exactly. Or seal. So, come on then. So, motto, motto. Bye-bye. He's popping his bloody mouth with his fingers. Motto. I'm trying to entertain the weed man. Helping people to help themselves. So it's goodbye from me. Bye-bye from me. And bye from him. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well then, that was a bit different this week. We've um, started with an interview. Love you too, Richard. I meant. What am I meant to say now? <laughs> <laughs> Anything you like. That love. finger just put me off. Ooh, uh. A cheeky finger. <laughs> Sport. That's it. Sport. Oh, sport. sport. What's that to do with sport? Sport. Sport. How it's good for mental health it's and how it affects mental health. There's all kinds of sport, uh, isn't there, Shez? There is. Definitely. Hey, Shez. get closer. All kinds of sport, isn't there, Shez? <laughs> what kind of sports do you like, Shez? don't like sports. Well, walking could be a sport, couldn't it? No. 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 That's like snooker. That's like calling snooker a sport. That's like calling golf a sport. Exactly. <gasps> Scotland's the home of golf, don't you know? I don't so? give two so flying sport, monkeys. <laughs> Ooh, it's going to hit a ball in a hole. Exciting stuff. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on par with football. How hard did you get that one, listeners? Par. That's, that's good. We're still at the sexual end. <laughs> uh, yeah. It kind of did it at yeah, first, didn't it? Yeah. It went, that's the kind of thing I would come out with, dear. What? Balls and holes. <laughs> <laughs> now she gets it. Hey. I've only had two hours sleep, okay? No, oh. Not good enough. Not a good enough excuse. Only two hours sleep. Right, so what sport do you like? Oh, you name it. Come on then. I say what it'd be easier to say the ones I don't like. Golf. Golf. 
American football. Don't understand it. Not interested in it. Um, what else sports? I just like snooker, but I'm not. Oh that. no, I only like. I loved snooker. I loved watching Stephen Henry. It was like watching poetry in motion. He was just. No, I was more your yeah, Higgins and your Jimmy White people. Oh, they were quite rebellious. I know. Yeah. Just like me, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, go on. And I was really quick. Go on. Yeah. Get it. Get it in the old son. Get it in there. Go on. You didn't like the old Steve Boring Davis. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. That's the one. And what was that? There was a Welsh guy, Terry Griffiths. He'd go round and round and round the table about half a dozen times. Was that times. the tall, bald guy? No. No. Who am I thinking of then? That's probably the referee. <laughs> <laughs> what, with the white gloves? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do know the difference between a cigarette and a referee. White gloves. Uh, I know. What's that all about? I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, I always found sport very handy to help with your mental health, especially when you're going to a, a game, eh? I know. That I am honestly the most. I am. That's. One of the things, I, I do a lot of swimming and I'm actually missing being in a swimming pool and I never thought I'd say that because when I'm in a tr- swimming pool training, I hate it. But I'm actually missing it from a time out and my and the Saturday football. I am so missing going to Dens Park and the away games. And, you know, traditionally, well, it still is, in a way... You know, football's a working class game, so the guy... You call me working class? No, listen, I said traditionally. <laughs> In, you know, I said, um, well, you went to Dundee... What's it, the, the posh school in Dundee. I did, didn't where I? Where most of them drugs there. <laughs> you can't say that! But I didn't name the school, though, did I? That's not the point, Richard. What's all this Richard crap? Stigma. He gets called Richard when he's naughty. Stigma, Richard. <laughs> Stigma. But she went to a posh school, didn't she? Yeah. The That's pos- like saying everybody from the village along the road are all inbreds. You do you, say that. You just said that, she says. <laughs> yeah, but you named the village. <laughs> no, but you said along the road. Bit of a clue, isn't it? But which way along the road? Well, you tell me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's so, your sport of choice. <laughs> right. So. Yes. Football. Uh, Saturdays. Before I was rudely interrupted, Shez, uh, what was I saying? Football. Um, Saturdays. Football. Yes. Community. All right, mate. Traditionally, a working class. So the poor people's game. So the guy will, off woman, will right. go to work all week. Nine to five or whatever. That'd be a man, yeah. Okay. Traditionally a man's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go to the game and they can get all that angst out by shouting at the referee and, you know. Musical shaker! Or worse to that effect. <laughs> and get all that, and, yeah, get all that stuff out that way, hey. But also, okay. it's the pre-matches, like the bad circus, the pub, have a pint, have a pie. So, yeah, it's a lot, I, honestly, I'm missing my Saturdays so much. I'm missing, like you said, in the pub, having a couple of drinks. Not getting drunk, not getting... You know what I mean? No. Then this I'll, is you we're talking about, Valerie. You can't just go for a couple. I can. Hmm. On a Saturday. I mean, it's like we're watching, the, you know, the, the football now. It's not the same. It's not the same. It? It's just like... The first couple of times it was quite good. It was quite a novelty the first couple of times. And, uh-huh. 
you know, um, we have booked and paid for, you know, the matches and stuff and... Um, and then she turns them off when her team's losing. She does. <laughs> after paying for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I find that a con. Is it, is it a tenner, 15 quid? Well, I was £14 because it was when I was in a away game. £14 to watch my team get beat. That's, that's a lot of... Dundee FC, hope you're listening to this because I don't want to pay £14 to see you getting beat again, please. No. No. But the novelty's wearing off as well, though. The first couple of times it was quite good and you got the beers in and, you you know... I got, I got the beers in. <laughs> yeah, she's a cheapskate listeners. I always get the beers in. Right. He called me working class. Oh, no. I didn't say you're working class. Well, that's right. I went to the posh school. Yeah. Um, what was I going that's been, yeah, that's been there for ages. I could tell. Doesn't do no housework, round here. No. <laughs> I'm not being, I'm being extreme, will I? No. no. <laughs> Chucking you out. Chucking you out. Anyway, back to working class back. men football. Yes. Saturdays. Yes. Um. Sorry, what was I saying? <laughs> So yeah, so the, the, the men, traditionally the men, you know, will go to the game and shout at the referee and, mm-hmm. and swear and mm-hmm. all that and have a few pints and then go home and then beat his wife up. But, yeah, if the team lost. Well, especially, in, I'm talking about in Glasgow, listeners. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if the team lost, yeah. Or, yeah, turn so, in their neighbours' windows. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the bad side of what can happen. Mm-hmm. But the good side is norm is what it's meeting your friends. It's the community. It's the socialisation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if like I mean, I I like to go to I like to go to away games as well. I'm not just a home supporter, and it's that you know getting ready, going on the bus, the banter on the bus through. Yeah, um, you get to know people, don't you? That's right. You meet new people. Um, you don't drink on the buses, of course, because that's not allowed. <laughs> no. no. <clears throat> Yeah. Bill Jobbies. <laughs> but, but when you get to something like the high socket, it's a lot more friendly, isn't it? In some ways. Um, Between the fans. The ice hockey is different, yeah, it's different. It's like if I go, well, me and Harris have gone to the rugby. You know, if Scotland are say playing in England, there's nothing like a football match with the fans. There's no. Uh, a kind of intense rivalry. It's different. Yeah. There's banter, but at the rugby it's, it's different. In uh, well, rugby's really a pub- posh. It's a posh sport. Yes. It's not a working class sport. No. Yeah. It's the posh people that play the rugby. Yeah, but you know Jolly how, hockey sticks. But you know how rugby started. They were playing football, and some boy at rugby started to pick the ball up and run with it. You? Yes. So he was too posh to kick. Yes, he wanted to kick. No. Yes, no. He wanted to pick it up. Ew. Yes. So, yes. And then it's cricket, of course. Oh, gosh. Now, that goes into my list of boring sports. <sighs> how is... how is Religious. Oh, my goodness. How could you sit there for hours watching men in white? Or women in white? I've never seen women play cricket. Well, they do. Well, I didn't know they did. Oh, uh-huh. for years. Oh, that's sad. How? Cricket. What's wrong cricket? It's just like rounders. Yeah, it's not even, no, rounders would be more exciting. Rounders is good. Yeah, yeah rounders round, would be more exciting. I like rounders. 
Cricket's just boring. Why? Nothing happens. Yes, it does. What? Sometimes they win, sometimes they draw. I'd rather watch baseball. Mm, maybe. Baseball's more like rounders, and rounders yeah. is exciting. Yeah. At least, at least in baseball, they run round the field and they. They do that in cricket. No, they don't. No, they, they don't. Back and forward. Between two sticks, and sometimes they don't sticks. even run. They call stumps. <laughs> sticks. They put sticks in the ground and they have a bat, and the yes. under ball, over ball, short ball, no, tall ball. You don't let it on the ball. Ooh, and a man, sitting in the corner there. Uh-huh. And a man in a white coat <laughs> puts his hand up. Yeah. How's that? That's that to get your out. That's right. Yeah. No, cricket's shite. <laughs> it's jobbies. It's jobbies. Right, next week. Uh, well, I get sacked now. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys, in case you're running, I was next just telling the story about the guy next that was commentating. Next week, do the podcast <laughs> on the Jack Jones. Because uh-huh. I've been sacked for me, and you have been sacked. <laughs> Sack us. Yeah. Can we sack ourselves? Does he want not? Hmm. I'm sacked. Yeah. There we go. There you go. No podcast next week. Nope. <laughs> anyway, back to sport. <laughs> so. Yes. Advantages of sport. Advantages. Okay. So you've gone the spectator side. Well, for the person in doing the sport, physical health, endorphins. Yeah. Good for the mental health. I think so. I think... I was saying that to you earlier. I said before we did the podcast, I was telling you about the swimming and how much I really am missing it. And That's all I've heard for like the last few weeks. I know, I really am at the point where Nicholas Sturgeon, Nicola Sturgeon better start opening these swimming pools again. But the point is, I don't see the, 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 the problem with open water swimming, your social distance. I know, we had that. Well, I know. I know. And the guys on the boats could wear masks. Hmm. You know I mean, it's and open. Not each other. They don't face each other. No. One's at one end and one's at the other. That's a good you know point. I mean? Yes. And you're in the water, and mm-hmm. not that I really particularly want to go out into the tea right now at five degrees Celsius, but no, no. I'm really. wait till it's six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might make, make a difference. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's I'm really excited. Because that is my zone, that is my time, that's my zone out time, that's my forget the world time. So, is that what you get excited about, swimming? No, I get excited about going to Dens Park, believe it or not. Oh, okay, do you? So I can shout at the referee. Right. I never shout at the, I never, I never shout at our football players. Never? Never. Even when they're playing crap? Even when they're playing crap. Right, okay. Even Forrester, never moan about them. No, okay. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't shout at them on the pitch and tell them they're crap and what have you. No. I don't do negative psychology. I think if you're there to support your team, you support your whole team. Yeah, I'm good to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, I don't think they deserve to be abused. Every time I've gone to watch dens, I've been mostly bored up right my head. But never mind. Richard. I know. <laughs> you're definitely getting sacked. That's it. Sacked. Sacked. Oh, on the spot. Mm-hmm. On the spot. It's a bit like cricket then, eh? Nah. Boring. 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 At least the ball moves in football up and down the pitch. Yeah, it moves the cricket too, the ball. What? Not very far and not very often. Very fast, actually. It, it keeps stopping. 
And you get three attempts and... Oh, it's... What do you mean you get three attempts? I don't know, he does one. Two, I'm doing, I'm doing finger movements here. One, two, it's like counting out a child. Okay. What's well, that boxing? <laughs> no. <laughs> he does do that. That pirate thing does that in cricket, does he not? Oh. No, I remember going to an ice hockey game in Canada. Oh, ice hockey's mad, eh? Yeah, that's intense, like. Well, you say it was intense. We... We went to see Calgary Flames against Edmonton Oilers. Oh, that must have been... That's like a local derby, right? That must have been fab. They keep having breaks for local TV. So, for advert, And then they have a break for the adverts. And then they have that organised fight with each other. Do they not do that in American football as well? Do they not have all these... And the big games, do they not have all these big TV breaks for the big advertisers? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, this is doing my head in. I'm, I'm used to, like, a break for 15 minutes and then it's 45 minutes, it's half. This is like a break every 10 minutes. I'm, no, I quite, I, I love the ice hockey. If you go up to the Dundee Ice Arena, it's absolutely brilliant. And it's 20 minutes, we break 20 minutes. Well, that's, that and was, final 20 minutes. That was my... We must have been there about And no organised fights. These fights are real in Dundee. Right, These really. guys don't mess about. You know, yeah. they're not WWF, that's no. for sure. So, yeah, so it was like a, like a derby. And I was like, well, I was really excited. I yeah. thought, I, I, that sounded exciting there to me. Like, ice hockey is like, it's like, kind of just like number one sport. Yeah, definitely. It's like massive over there, you know? Mm. But, yeah. So I came away thinking... Ooh, where's the pub? <laughs> <laughs> you thinking about a pub? Aye. Never. 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 No. That's like me saying I don't drink wine. You do, do The you? difference is, Val, you drink wine, you shouldn't drink wine. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I did promise I was going to stick to beer, didn't I? Yeah. Mm. And vodka. You mean close of promises, Val. I do. Yeah. I don't keep to them. No. 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 I always have my fingers crossed. Nobody ever <laughs> notices, though. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I'm going to change it a wee bit, eh? Right, because I was just, I was just having a brainwave there. <laughs> Don't laugh. I was just thinking about the psychological aspects and the well, mental effects. Me and Jess are stunned in silence. And professional sports people. <laughs> There's so many professional footballers with mental health issues. 